welcome to Straight Fire Moms Podcast. I'm Melvina and Cheryl is out today. Uh, we're just experienced moms reaching out to other single moms with a heart to help support you in your parenting process. So as I've told you guys before, we have this segment that we call Her Story. And today I have a guest with me and her name is Lee. Her, for Lee, I wish she'd say Lee. But we are so happy to have her Um and we want to ask her to share with us some things about her life, her story, um, that we think may be helpful to someone, you know? Um, hi, Lee. Good afternoon, everybody out there. So we just want, to, just want you to feel welcome. Let's tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you will. My name is Leonora Pettis, but everybody calls me Lee. Right now, I'm an older mom, my children are grown, but I'm reflecting back on the time when they were younger. And I'm here to share some of those thoughts and processes I went through to grow them up. That's good. You know, so today I was thinking, um, I wanted to uh, kind of focus in on, I know we talk about, we talk about single moms a lot, but I want to speak because some single moms are sick. This people become single moms for a lot of reasons, right? Everybody mm-hmm. don't start out just having babies and never been married and these things like that. So I want, since you've been married before, I wanted to ask you if you would share with us because as a lot of young women, we want to be married and want, we want to live the happy ever after life. And all our expectations and things, right? Absolutely. So, so can you share with us um, how that was for you? Because we want to talk about that and then. Later on, we'll talk about, if you will, so how did it, how did you end up being a single mom? Right. You know, how did that happen? So, um, you will. Well, I got married in my early 20s. I didn't have a plan B. My plan was to grow old with my husband, build our family, and do that white picket fence, um, <laughs> the beautiful yard, the eagle's nest, but it didn't work out that way for me. About um, 10 years into the marriage, we started having some stumbling blocks in our path and we thought we could overcome them. Eventually, we weren't able to do that. It could have been because we were younger, our knowledge at that time, and um, embarrassment. Sometimes people don't want to ask for help or they don't even think to ask someone that has already been where they are. But but how old were you guys when you got married? I was about twenty three. Absolutely. And that's that that happens oftentimes. You know, um, sometimes we don't have. I'm not saying this is your case, but oftentimes we don't have examples before us. uh, People that pour into us and teach us about how marriage is supposed to be and how to be a wife and how to, you know what I mean? Nowadays, people have a whole lot of help. But back then, I was like you. I, you know that, that what's that one uh, sitcom, Hi Honey, I'm Home? Yes. Yeah, I thought everything was supposed to be per- perfect, yes. peachy, creamy too, you know? You wouldn't have any problems. You wouldn't, um, there was nothing that you wouldn't be able to overcome. One of the things that I wish, just like you said, Melvin, I wish I had someone something even like this podcast itself that brings to light some of the things you don't even you don't even comprehend to 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 ask about we're taught a lot of things how to use the bathroom how to eat properly um but we're not taught about relationships and relationships 
as important as that of a marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, at least back in the day you weren't. I know I wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, all I, I was was I was in love and that was going to be my husband. That's you right. Know, that and, it, it. and we was going to work it out. Mm-hmm. We were going to work it out. But here's the question on the table. How do you know how to work that out? Mm-hmm. How are you going to work it out mm-hmm. if no one ever tells you? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, you can see good examples of marriage but a lot of married life takes place behind a closed door. Oh yeah. So you have to begin those discussions. You don't have to just uh, talk about everything bad, just talk about the things that help enrich a marriage. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that people are gonna come across? People bring to the table, they bring to the marriage uh, their history. If they don't even have the history, they bring to the table what they saw in their parents, right? Yes, they do. Because they do, because they, you don't you don't know mm-hmm. no better. This is what they did, so this is what you think you're supposed to do, right? And you bring in from that same thing, not only what you're supposed to do, you will come with preconceived ideas about what your mate is supposed to come with. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. With uh because we don't know. One, like we think they're supposed to make us happy and, and happiness don't come from another person. No. Happiness your happiness comes from you. You have to be, make your own self happy. You have to make yourself whole. Right. Because I believe the whole thing about marriage is two people coming together, sharing their resources and learning from each other and going forward. If you don't build yourself up with your interests, you're coming to the table a little empty. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to expect someone to fill those voids inside of you mm-hmm. that are your responsibility mm-hmm. to fill. And some of them is only God can fill. Yes. So some of them only God can fill. Yes. But we expect somebody else to do that for us. You know? Yeah, you want, so we I want am. them to do the work. Mm-hmm. And we owe it to ourselves. We are precious to God and to our families and those that love us. You're worth investing in. And you know, another thing too um, is another scenario is you have to have, your mate has to want what you, you have to want the same things. Is you, you want, you, in other words, you have to want your marriage to work. This is what I'm saying, right? Yes. You are individual people. But if you come together in this, this union, you're supposed to have the same mind and be on the same team to make this work. And oftentimes we find that don't happen. Just like we have our expectations of this perfect little marriage, sometimes the man do too. The woman's going to cook, clean, <laughs> sex, you know what I mean? They have my babies. Everything. And yeah. And, Take care of it. Yeah, and, I'll throw the money into the equation and then I'm out. Yeah. No, some, some don't out. do that. But but the point mm-hmm. is, it's okay. So so maybe some young women right now, you know, may, maybe young women, maybe older women that just keep going through a cycle of stupidity without, yes. and I call it stupidity. But it, the thing about it is, is if you don't know better, sometimes you, can. you can't do better. Right? Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So now, can, so thank you for sharing that. So um, so how did it come about? How did it come about uh, that you were now you guys work together? So can you kind of take it from there? What happened from from there? Well, I'll tell you a moment that was significant. It stays with me to this day. We had parted ways. So we were now in this first week of being separate. I didn't know where he was at. So I couldn't talk with him. I'm sitting, it's a little after midnight. I'm sitting on the back porch and I'm feeling bad about myself and my situation. I'm feeling stupid little incompetent, anxious, and uh, worried about how I am going to go forward. 
I go inside because it's getting late and I realized that I must have been sitting outside for a while because it's quite dark. That's why I went inside. I get ready, I go upstairs and I'm walking past my children's bedrooms and I'm watching them sleep. And I'm like, girl, if you fall apart, these babies you see resting, who they gonna have? Mm -hmm. um, you're gonna have to pull it together. I said a prayer because I couldn't sleep. I, I had a hard time sleeping that night and a couple of more nights. But I began thinking about what I can do. And as a backdrop, during this time, I had a labor contract and it had ended. I had come home to work on my children, to get them ready. Um, they were starting school and they needed to get back on a regiment of me being uh, in the home because during the latter part of our marriage, they were let go of. They weren't sticking to it. When I say let go of, they still were loved, you know, cared about, but there was no schedule set for them. Uh, I was out, I had to work late and they were off of their schedule for school, for play, even the things they were supposed to be taught. So I took some time off and began working on that. I started back at a part-time job. For the first time in life, I needed assistance. That I felt embarrassed about that. I had to sign up for um, food stamps so that I could feed my children. I wonder what that is about us of pride. It must be pride or something because yes. I've had to do that before in my life too. And it was most, it was one of the, it was, it was, it was hard. It was embarrassing to me. And matter of fact, so much so the lady behind the, the counter that was helping me, she acted like it was coming out of her this week's paycheck is the way she, <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. the way she treated yes. me. Right. Yes. And so I left, I just left and did without for you know i had to go back eventually but i did so i'm sorry I'm and that no no that needs to be said when it speaks to when you're giving a service to someone stop acting like it is coming out of your pocket you're there to give a service oh yeah she was they she was will ask totally embarrassing questions that have nothing to do with while you're there mm -hmm. Uh, why you are there. But I fumbled through that and got that started. Oh, and by the way, they told me no, because back in the day, they would take and look at what you earned for the last two to three months and determine mm -hmm. if you qualified. Mm -hmm. But um, what I did is I went and uh, to a temporary agency and started working for them because it was in an imprint in my mind that no matter what happened, those babies I saw in that bed needed to eat, they needed to have clothing. Mm -hmm. More importantly, I needed to keep the lights on, the gas on, mm -hmm. those type of things. And during this time, I was fearful. Uh, the fear came in, what if I fail? Who's gonna be there for my children? And that led to some sadness, a little bit of depression. But what kept me going is every night when I went up to check on my kids, they were the motivating force. Mm -hmm. I knew that nothing was greater than what I needed to do for them. Mm -hmm. And I was able to do it. And it's something how God made us as women, because it's something about when it's like, it's just like, it just kicks in, you know, and if we, if we could get past, cause some people get stuck. 
Some people get yes. stuck in the depressed mode. They get stuck in it. But see, but this is the thing, and I want the women to understand. No one. I'm not. I'm all for marriage, but no one is supposed to have that place in your life to where you can't feel. You don't feel like you can move on without them, right? Absolutely. You know. And so I just thank God because the thing about it is, is that some somehow or another. It's God has put it within us to be able to get up and start putting it together for the baby's sake. Because you'll look at them and you'll realize that they didn't ask to be here. Mm -hmm. And they're so dependent on you. And then sometimes you got to look in the mirror and don't take on everything. How, How do I say this? You cannot fault yourself for everything that you're going through to the point where you start devaluing yourself. You'll start devaluing yourself in Mm -hmm. the process. And this is how it looks. I don't know how to do this. I can't do that. I'm not qualified. I was even a woman who had worked years before I had a child. I was wondering if I had the qualifications to get a job that would allow me to take care of the kids. How long had you been, so 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 you were pretty much in your marriage in that 10 years, you depended on him a lot for the finances, is that what? Yes, we even, worked, we even worked together, but it was at a certain point where when you are in a two income home, it is rare that you worry about, at least back then, mm-hmm. the basics. My basics were taken care of. I didn't worry about that stuff. There were some things I didn't even know, like um, things that in the house, like what are our insurances, um, the car notes, because we took care of separately some of the things in the house. I trusted him to do that. He trusted me to do my part. There was no questioning in regards to our finances. Some people may not be blessed in that. The things that are starting to fall apart in their marriage may center around finances. Mine didn't at that time. Mm -hmm. So I was somewhat blessed. But you owe it to yourself to sit down, whether you're single or in a marriage, and look at the things that uh, make up your life. I know that's right. Don't be ignorant to what is going on in your finances, um, in your goals for yourself as individuals. And please realize you can be married and have separate goals for self-development. Oh yeah, you got to got to improve yourself. You're two separate beings coming together, and you got to realize we're not perfect. So you do owe yourselves to work on to work on yourselves individually and as a couple. So, you know, so, so I'll, 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 this is starting to get juicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's starting to get really interesting. And, um, and so um, I want us to come back and, and continue to talk about this. Uh, the Absolutely. I, I really, I really, you know, as you were talking about it, I started seeing you talk about picking up the pieces, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and I really want to, I want to leave off right here. Come back about picking up the pieces. Where do you go from here? Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I appreciate it. And so, um, so if you have any questions or any comments, please do share. You can always email us at straightfiremoms.com. You can always send us a message through Spotify, but we appreciate you listening in um, to our podcast. 
And until next Tuesday, this is Straight Fire Moms, where we learn and we grow.